the Twin Theory Podcast, Season 2, Episode 6. And so, uh, you know, so far this twin series has been going pretty good. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. We've had a lot of uh, guests. Uh, you pretty much, you know, met all of our family, immediate yep. family, mother, father, brother. So I uh, definitely hope you've been able to get some great insight, you know, just kind of sneak peek in the lives of twins and their families and that sort of thing. Absolutely. So uh, this, this month we kind of wanted to turn it uh, back to... A little more of a serious topic. I think all the topics are serious, but this one is a really, let's just say it's a close topic to us, sort of. Yes, it's more so something that I don't think people readily think of when they think of twins. So a lot of people think about twins, you know, being a cool thing, if you will. But a lot of people don't quite think about some of the struggles unique to twins. Yeah, and, and definitely... You know, for for us in our perspective, it's identical twins. Right, identical know. twins. So uh, did you want to, you know, kind of lead us in, Marissa, into a little bit about what we're going to be talking about today? Yeah, so today we're going to talk about um, identity as well as separation. So, Court, since you're about to head off for almost a year now, I figured it might be appropriate to talk about separation and kind of our experience whenever we've had to separate as twins. Uh, but also as well identity and kind of our journey through figuring out who we were as individuals as well as as a unit. Okay. So, yeah, so that's a good, uh, you know, thank you, you know, definitely for the background, as we've mentioned, um, I think in in prior episodes, uh, you know, we're identical twins. So we lived together for the first 18 years of our lives until we spread off and went to college and the first 14 of those 18 years, we stayed in the same room, yep. same room, shared the same bed, everything. It was just kind of like same closets, like everything. Well, we didn't share the same bed until middle school. We did have bunk beds in elementary. We did. Well, so that's the same bed. Yeah, I won't live bed. beside you. Okay. Shoot. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't have two different beds. We had bunk beds. That's the same but at least I had my own space. All right. Well, we had bunk beds. Okay. And then when we got into middle school, everyone we had shared the same shared bed. The same it was queen a different experience. It was totally different. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. So definitely, now that y'all have that little background on us, and I'm pretty sure most twins, most, you know, identical twins probably grow up and they live together, right. you know, for the first 18 years at least. And some even go off to college together and they're right. roommates and boy. That's even more time. Um, Mm -hmm. But definitely for you. um, So the first question I have. Would you say you ever had any identity issues uh, as it relates to determining who you are versus kind of like who we are as twins? So I would say growing up, since we did do a lot together, whenever we were, say, in different classes or summer camp or something like that, and we were broken out into different groups, I did kind of struggle, if you will, to to get out there and do things because I was so used to doing things with you. I didn't really know how to do it on my own, if you will. So I did 
to a degree kind of identify as us. Um, and even growing up, I think about, you know, interviews and when people ask me something interesting about myself, I always start off with, I'm a twin because of course that's the obvious piece, but I think that it's a part of my identity that's really been driven since we were born. So it's the first ready thing you can say and go to. And sometimes at least when I was younger, I kind of struggled then when after saying I was a twin articulating the unique things about myself. Yeah. You know, it's interesting that you say that, of course, you know, as mentioned by our parents, we're two very different people. Yes. Um, and you know, growing up, I, I think I was definitely the opposite of you. I was more of the out there type of twin, if, if you will. Um, and now, well, hold on, you're still the out there type of twin <laughs> growing up. You're All still right. the out, out there. Whatever. Anyway, I was the out there type of twin. So I didn't have really a problem when it came to, you know, meeting people and experiencing things. But I didn't realize how much um, I really valued you being there. You know, like I, I didn't realize I really had some identity issues until I went off to college and we were actually separate because you know it's not really that I needed you you know to be there for me to 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 meet friends it's really weird it's like I knew you were there and I didn't need you to meet the friends but I I needed you there it's really hard to describe I'm really (laughs) hard to articulate that I know people at home scratching their head like did you need it or not like I'm trying to figure out right (laughs) you know but but I did because you know for me the first time I figured out man I really don't know who I am is when I went to college and everything was just me, Courtney, singular. Mm -hmm. Nobody knew that I had a twin. It wasn't, hi, my name is Courtney and I have a twin written on my shirt. Mm -hmm. So nobody knew that. They start to ask me questions about me and I realized I didn't know, I didn't know the half. You know, I didn't, I didn't have a lot of those things figured out that a lot of people had figured out by 18. And I I just didn't know, you know, it felt different trying to, to make friends and you weren't there, right. you know, not that you ever assisted me in making any friends, right. but it was just weird. It, it felt like something was missing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because, you know, we used to talk all the time and we used to talk about everything, everything. all the time. So it seemed like something was missing. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So definitely that's the first time I feel like I felt like, oh gosh, I, I do not have this thing figured out. Which kind of segued into the next question, which was, when did you first start to figure out who you are apart from being a twin? So you kind of talked a little bit about college, and I know that was a a, a huge pinnacle piece for me. Like being around family, of course, family can point out the differences. They can point out the likeness between us, but also you know, as they get to know us, they know, oh, no, Courtney did that for sure. Or no, that's probably something Marissa did. So we kind of developed an identity based on that and our interactions there. But there was still a large part of, of even within family and outside of family, just, you know, going to church or going to different events where people still clumped us together as one. So when would you say you first start to figure out who you were apart from being a twin? That was college? Yeah, definitely college. And it's it's interesting, you know, something that you mentioned and it's been mentioned, you know, definitely, uh, you know, our father mentioned it um, earlier was that he was able to tell our two different personalities as 
babies. Mm-hmm. But and, and there are a lot of people that were very close to us, our mother, our brother, people that were able to tell the difference and say, nope, this is who Courtney is and this is who Marissa is. But it's interesting because I didn't know who I was <laughs> right. until a lot later. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of some other people that were close to us could tell us apart. And maybe it was easier for them because that's the only way they could tell us apart. Right. They had to figure out <laughs> what <laughs> those dif- differences were. Right. What those differences were. But I didn't need to have, you know, I didn't have any reason for trying to tell me apart from you. I knew, you mm-hmm. know, like I wasn't you. But at the same time, it was, it was. It wasn't apparent to me until I was in college, but it was actually more uh, towards the latter end of college where I actually started to see some of my identity and who Mm -hmm. I was. But I had really, I think I I totally saw and embraced it. It was after college. It was actually very well after college and me starting to work on my own and be, you know, placed in different situations and have to overcome things as an adult and that sort of thing where I actually learned, okay, Courtney, this is who you are. It was, it was into adulthood. Okay. I think I would say it didn't quite go that far. So I think college is kind of the, was the, the, the prime point, right? Mm -hmm. The peak, if you will. So freshman year was out of all the years, a bit of a struggle just in general, adjusting to, you not being there, but also me kind of figuring out, all right, it's just me now. So let me figure out what this is. Um, it was kind of exciting. I'm not going to lie. Like mm-hmm. it was kind of exciting establishing my own friends. Cause I would say growing up, like we had our friends, yep. but when we went to college, we established our own set of friends. Mm-hmm. Cause of course we went to two separate schools. So it was kind of nice to, to do that. Um, it was also kind of nice because I didn't readily give away that I was a twin. So there's probably people, well, in, unless they follow me on social media to this day that don't know exactly. I have an identical twin. So it was, it was kind of cool. It's like I could, I could take on another personality. I don't know. <laughs> you had like this little secret. You're right. It was a didn't... little secret. Like, okay, you know, <laughs> these people know I have a double, but these people don't. I so no idea. you're right. It was, it was kind of cool, but I would say definitely college is where it was at. It was that peak point where I started to shift over to really figuring out who I was apart from being a twin being or a being twin. your twin. Yeah, Definitely. And it was a little later than that. I think maybe I was just very busy in college. I think that was my first coping (laughs) mechanism was to keep myself very busy. And so Mm -hmm. I didn't really pay attention to myself as much when it came to identity, probably because I was keeping myself so busy. And then after college, I think those first few years, I wasn't as busy. And it was like, ooh, ha, this is different. Right. It's very, very, it's been different, but this is very, very different different now. Okay. So... Yeah, so um so we talk about, you know, being so let me back up. So we talked about finding this identity, mm-hmm. trying to figure out who who we are, you know? And I think a lot of that, like you said, stem from, you know, potential, you know, some family mm-hmm. or, you know, friends or people just having this thought that because you're identical twins, you have the same identity, you like the same things. Mm-hmm. Um 
when it came to, you know, Christmas time and we got gifts. It was like, all right, Marissa, wait, who did you get that gift from? Wait, don't open your gift from such and such until I open mine because we most likely had the same thing, you know, or we had the same thing and it was two different colors. You got it in pink, I got it in purple or something like that, you know. So it was, it wasn't really, you know... Yeah, it was a little difficult, you know, and definitely growing up, you know, trying to be able to figure out who we were in as individuals. Mm -hmm. And so then I feel like that led, you know, to the separation anxiety and Mm -hmm. the, the issues that we had with separation that, you know, definitely leads me to this next question. And I'm thinking like, did you ever get worried when you found out uh, we would have to separate, you know, like growing up, we talked about being, uh, you know, kids and being in separate classes and they put us in the same class and separate mm-hmm. classes and same class. And I know there's times where we were in summer camp or there were times where we did have to separate temporarily because mm-hmm. we lived together in the same room and everything, but we had to separate and then maybe come back later on that day at home or when mom picked us up or whatever. But did you ever worry or have any issues when we had to separate? I think the only time I worried um, was if it was ever like a class or an activity that had to be done and we were separated because I knew if we were together, I would always have you as my partner. So it was kind of like a safety net because I knew I wouldn't have to go out by myself. You was always there. So I think that's the only time I got worried, which I would definitely say it's not the the best thing because, you know, I think when you're developing and you're learning, you do need to learn how to do things on your own and be able to, you know, do a project or an activity and do it on your own and not have to, you know, use another person kind of as a crutch or a safety. So that was something that I did worry about. I don't know if it's specific to my personality because I'm a bit more of a a quiet personality or an introverted personality, but I do know that I did get worried. Like if we're a summer camper, we're going to break everybody up and do an activity and they put you on a different team. And I'm like, Oh no, you know, now there's my partner and I got to find somebody, you know? So, but which is not the healthiest thing, but that, yeah, I did get concerned. You know, you, you say that and it is triggering, you know, it's, it's interesting because even though you were more of the introvert than I was, I, I'm not an extrovert, but I'm, I'm, you know, in that ambivert area. Um, but you saying that still, you know, it's triggering. I still kind of get those feelings because I felt the same things when, you know, we were in summer camp or school or whatever, we got our, uh, schedules for the school year and found out we had two separate teachers it was like daunting, you know, Mm -hmm. it was like, I felt like my heart dropped, you know, like I just was like, oh my goodness, I have to be in this class without my sister. Mm -hmm. And again, I think that goes a lot into us growing up and being together all All the the time, time. (laughs) being together all the time. We learned a lot of things together. Together. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when we got to a space where we weren't together there was definitely separation anxiety, you know, oh gosh, you have to break off and go to your class or you have to go to whatever. And, and, you know, I even feel like it has something to do with like learning capabilities Mm -hmm. because it it was always the thought of like, I'm in here by myself, Myself. (laughs) you know, like I'm in here by myself. And so I do think that 
we did so much better when we were in class together because it was just something that we were used to. Should we have now that I'm older? No, they probably should have broken us up from the beginning and kept us apart. Right. You know, so we could learn how to, you know, be on our own and, and do things on our own. But definitely... That separation anxiety was there. Definitely, I missed you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you knew that because we knew each other's lunch schedule. Oh, definitely. (laughs) We had lunch together. Even if we passed each other in the hallway, it was like, yeah, Marissa. Instant, like, connection. Connection. It was like, you know, if I went in the bathroom and Marissa was in the bathroom, it was like, (gasps) party. Right. You're in the bathroom. Right. You know, like it was just, it was very, it's interesting now that we're older and, you know, I still, I'm talking and I still feel like kind of anxiety in, mm-hmm. internally because I remember how I felt when it was like, oh, we have to separate. Right. We have to leave each other. The first time I ever really, really was hurt by our separation is when you went home after our, um, it was after our sophomore year in high school and you went to spend the summer with our grandparents. Oh, to run track. Yeah, to, to run track on the AAU team. And I stayed in Alabama and, and my parents would tell you, I cried in the airport. Oh. And you know, like as soon as you left to go in the airplane, I cried in the airport and it was like, you know, my world was crashing Aww. because you were leaving for, you know, a few months to go, to spend with our grandparents. But it was it was a serious thing, you yeah. know, whenever we separated. So I'm I'm happy that we've gotten to a place where it's much better now. Right. It still hurts. You mm-hmm. know, it still hurts. It still takes a few days to kind of like, you know Adjust. Adjust. Yeah. But it's not nearly as bad as it, bad as it used to be. Right. So, yeah. I mean, you kinda dove into the next question, which was <laughs> did you ever have any attachment issues when we were apart? And so you kinda talked about yeah. it and I guess the follow-up is how did you deal with it, if, if at all? Because <laughs> I know for me, I don't really know if I dealt with it well. I just kind of, it took a while and then I just accepted it. <laughs> but I don't know if I really did anything to deal with it. Well, for me, it wasn't really a dealing with it. It was just more so I wanted to be left alone. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to experience anything. The irony. Yeah. Now like, you want to be alone. No, I do. <laughs> right. Like she go and I, what, what? No, but really I didn't want to experience anything. So I would not have taken the, oh, you want to go to the park? Nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know, you sure you don't want to go to the amusement park? Nope. You want to go swimming? Nope. I didn't want to do anything, any activity that you weren't going to be there. I would just rather be alone in my room. And that was my coping mechanism. It was just, let me just be alone as much as possible. So I don't have to deal with anyone. I can just kind of be by myself until she returns. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that that was healthy, but I mean, at the same time, that was, that was how I dealt with it because what I wasn't going to do is go out into the world and try to meet people on my own. Right. You know, not at that time. Oh, I wasn't ready. I had never done that before. Oh, I would never, you, you want to go to the summer camp? No way. I don't want to go by myself. You know, like it was very, (laughs) Oh, what? Like, (laughs) no, I've never done that before. Oh no, I'll just stay at home. Right. And you know, I'm pretty sure there's many times mom and dad might've scratched their head. Like, you don't want to go? You want to go? (laughs) It was weird. Like, I would go, you know, if mom or dad or or VJ or or somebody was going to go with me. Right. But definitely, I didn't want to experience anything by myself. Understood. Um, So, I I mean, I'm I'm sure, I'm guessing you probably had some of the same 
pretty much it was it, it was the same yeah yeah <laughs> so now you know we talk about us separating and you know how we felt internally Mm-hmm. But it makes me think that maybe, you know, again, I said I cried in the airport that time when you had to leave, but it makes me think that maybe there were some external things or things that we showed, you know, and the reason why I say that is because there is a lot of times whenever we separate or we have to go, um, there's always people and definitely family that I feel like get worried you know, when we have to separate, mm-hmm. like if we have to set, when we had to go to college, I feel like there were family members that were a little worried and that we were going and community you know, folks. Yeah. And oh yeah. Like, friends and people who know us well that were like, Oh, so you and Marissa are going to two different places. Yeah. Like, Oh, so y'all are going living in two different areas. Oh, so y'all are, and then the vice vice versa happens. If we're, if we're reunited and we right. come back to go, oh, I just feel so much better. I sleep <laughs> better at nighttime together, that y'all right. are together. So it makes me feel like, do you know, like, why do you think that people definitely, you know, our family members or, you know, close friends and stuff that know us, why do you think they got so worried when we separated? I mean, I do think we are our better selves when we're together. Not that we aren't awesome apart, because I think we're pretty fantastic apart. But I do think we we do make a pretty good unit, if you will. So uh, that's one. Um, I think that at least when we were younger when we were together, we were more encouraged to do more things. So mm-hmm. like you were saying, you rather isolate when I'm gone. So I think that's something they may have picked up on. So they preferred that I be there. We do things together because they know we were more inclined to doing things when we were together. Now on the flip side, I think that maybe not indirectly, but some of the concern that people had about us separating may have actually cause us to get concerned mm-hmm. separate to separate and it might not have I, you know not been a ready fast thing oh goodness you know this person said we shouldn't separate so now i'm worried that we are but it could have been like a you know a a psychological thing that we didn't quite identify or we couldn't quite put our finger on but we might have got worried when we were separated because other people were worried about us separating yeah, yeah, yeah. you know so yeah i think it's two-sided yeah, I, I definitely think, you know, there were a few things that, you know, again, we we probably didn't realize, but there were things that people around us probably saw and might have worried them a little bit, mm-hmm. um, as well as the fact that they were probably used to seeing us both together. <laughs> right, and, you right. know, when you're used to seeing two people together all the time, when you don't see them together, you worry, mm-hmm. you know? So I definitely, I do think a lot of the things that, you know, you said are, are, are definitely true. Um, and so the last thing that, you know, I think that would be great for us to discuss, Mm -hmm. um, is how we think that this affects identical twins over time. It's a topic that is rarely discussed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, it's very interesting because I have not heard very many people talk about this. Right. And, you know, it's, I would say it's, it's somewhat controversial in it to it to a, to an extent. It's mm-hmm. somewhat controversial because you have some people that just will fight us all day and say, "Nope, twins are supposed to be together." Right? Identical twin. I'm sure there are twin studies mm-hmm. out there, right. <laughs> doctors and everybody that will tell you twins are just supposed to be together. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like you know, I do think 
that these types of things have a major issue, like they, they create a major issue over time. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm older and we have had times where we separated enough, again, college, we were separate right. for a lot of years. And then, you know, graduating college and you went back to Alabama and I was here and now we've been together for quite a few years, but we have had, you know, been able separation to deal. Piece, yeah, yeah. We've been able to deal with that separation, but I worry sometimes when I, you know, when I know identical twins or when I meet identical twins that have never had that to separate that moment of separation, they've never, ever been separate. It's like, I worry sometimes because it's like, well, what happened? Two things. One, do you know who you are? Right. Like, have you had the chance to be able to, you know, to understand who you are and find your identity outside of being an identical right, twin? Outside right. Outside of being identical twins. And what is going to happen if you ever did have to separate, right. you know, for your twin, you know, for a few weeks or, you know, Lord forbid, a few years or so, right. what would happen? How does that separation anxiety ultimately affect you? Right. We hear things even about twins that, you know, uh, are, are older and one twin passed away and the other twin passed away, right. you know, a few weeks later or right. very close in proximity. And I wonder if it's because of like that separation anxiety that they have, that that twin is no longer there. They've never really been able to master uh, being by themselves. Right. So I think you said a lot, right? Yeah. And But in terms of going back to the question about how this could affect identical twins over time, I, I mean, honestly, I think you covered it. I honestly think twins, if they've been together their entire lives and fully until like mature adulthood, then... I think it just makes it even more difficult for them to separate. I mean, I know we separated in college, which was probably the best thing we have ever, <laughs> ever done. done. Yeah, didn't know it. At yeah. the time, we didn't realize it. You know, uh, we were just interested in two different colleges, two different things. But it was probably the best decision we could have ever made. And I do wonder, hmm, if we went to the same school, we probably would end up <laughs> staying together after we came out of school and... With time going into mature adulthood, you know, honestly, I don't know what that looks like. So, um, you know, I can't say that we would have really, you know, gathered who we were as individuals if we did that. So, because I'm pretty sure we would have went to college together, established our friends, you know, instead of a separate set of friends, our friends, the things that we do. Um, and yeah, I think it would have been difficult just to, to articulate who we were as individuals. So it, I think that's a, a kind of hard to, to answer, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, I think it just would continue over time if, if twins don't. So I think it, at, at, when you're younger, it does, um, uh, affect identity development. And as you get older, you know, it, it, it just becomes something even more difficult to do. So, you know, now that we're 30, about to be 31 if we had never separated our entire lives. Oh my God. Like, like, you know, that would have been detrimental to us. You know what I'm saying? Like that that just at this point in life, you know. It's, it's like, it's way harder the older you get. Exactly. I, I definitely, it, it was hard going to college and being separate and I think for the first few weeks in college, we called each other all the time. Like, right. how's it going down there? How right, are you? right. <sighs> but then, you know, by by year two, I might hit you up every couple of months. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And then after that, we got to a we we got okay. Yeah, we, it we, became we okay. Either, 
figured out how to cope with it, which again, me, you know, it was more so of a, let me keep myself as busy as possible, Mm -hmm. you know, but we figured out how to cope with it until we could get to a point where we actually were able to deal with it. So I think that, you know, definitely this is a good topic. I think it's something that, you know, parents that have multiples, Mm -hmm. uh, parents that have identical twins or just those that are identical twins or multiples in general, it's something to to sit down and really ponder, you know, do you know who you are? Have you figured out your identity? Identity is something that a lot of people, twins or not, I feel like struggle with. Right. You know, but definitely I feel like there's even more, you know, uh, struggles when you're an identical twin or you're identical multiple, you have a triplet or whatever, you know, like it, it becomes a lot more difficult in figuring out who you are, what you like, what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I can't say that I'm at a hundred percent right now. Right. You know, I, they, I, they, I'll still f- fumble over some questions. Yeah, if yeah, somebody asked me, Oh you know? yeah, right now there's some things about myself. People ask me, I still have to like, you know, have to take a few days right. and figure it out, write it out in the notebook. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but I am way better than I, I, I was. I'm, I'm, I'm slowly getting there. Like you said, you know, we're about to be separate here for a year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I know it's going to take a little getting used to us yeah, being fine, gone. Bye. Yeah, yeah, sure. You I'll know, be, I'll be fine too. I'll but, be fine. Well, I'll be okay. <laughs> but, you know, I know the first day or two would be like, oh, okay. Right, you right, know? right. Mode aside <laughs> for a little bit. Uh, okay. But uh, anyway, definitely thank you all for tuning in to this episode. I'm definitely interested on your feedback here. Uh, Absolutely. Because, again, there's a lot of people that kind of sit on both sides of the table when it comes to this, you know, how they feel about twins and if they should be together or not or whatnot. So definitely interested to your feedback on this one. Um, As always, you know, you can tune in. uh, You can follow us on uh, Instagram, uh, Twin Theory Podcasters, or you can uh, send us an email, twintheorypodcasters at gmail.com. You can follow us on YouTube, Twin Theory Podcast, um, and definitely check out any of the major podcasting platforms uh, for our new episodes. So definitely, I think this is a great uh, episode. Um, I think it's also great because it's a mental health awareness month. Absolutely. And so, uh, definitely, um, this is a great topic to talk about and we will see you guys later. We are steadily getting into the summer. So, uh, definitely you guys be safe out there. Mm-hmm. Get your, get vaccinated. Yep. Uh, the CDC says you don't have to wear a mask, but I'll be wearing my mask. I'm wearing my mask. I'm wearing my mask. But anyway, I will let you guys go. Talk to you next month. See ya.